0: Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour.
1: Big win last night to start the second half for the San Diego Padres, and one of the biggest reasons for that victory, uh, sitting here on the couch, Andrew Kasher, last night's starting pitcher. Uh, Andrew, thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the couch, and before we get into last night, you know, I want to talk a little all-star break. Like, I don't think people understand how rigorous a baseball schedule is, what you guys have to do day in, day out. You know, what did you do over that break, you know, to decompress and get ready for the second half?
2: I went down and hung out with, uh, you know, a bunch of my buddies down in Texas and saw some family and just more than anything, just relax, you know. You don't do anything. I think that's the kind of the best thing is just, you know, a lot of couch sleeping, a lot of laying out, just relaxing. I mean, and
3: you didn't realize that three, you know, like three days is pretty good. It's not bad, you, you know, right in the middle of the season, just to kind of mental, you know, decompress a little bit before you got to, you know, get the adrenaline going again. Yeah, it's a, nice,
2: know, it's a nice deep breath just to, you know, if you want to go home, kind of do what you want to do for a change. So, it's uh, it's definitely yeah. nice. Now, does
3: Andrew Kaschner do reset goals? A lot of guys will reset goals halfway through. You always call this the halfway point. Does yep. Andrew Kaschner do that? For me, I
2: reset goals every month because, you know, if you, don't, if you just keep staying the same, you know, you're not really getting any better. So, for me, you know, I'm big on, uh, you know, first-half goals, second-half goals, full-season goals, stuff like that. You know, you still keep those goals in sight, but uh, you have to adjust on how your season's going and, and stuff like that.
1: So big start last night against Madison Baumgartner came out there, gave a great six innings, uh, talked a lot about more with the four-seam fastball than, than, you, than you had been recently with the sinkers. Uh, was that something that was working in the pen early, or is that a game plan that you went into the game throwing, l- let's attack with the four-seamer last night?
2: Well, I still threw my sinker a lot, which people don't really realize, but um, I think it was just our game plan was more four-seams up in the zone. I think that was more of the game plan, you know, establish the four seam up in the zone a lot sooner. You know, this is a really good low ball hitting team. Uh, and I think that they've shown that over the course of the season. But I think the biggest thing was is establish the four seamer and then use the sinker later than, than earlier in the count. And then, uh, you know, mix my slider in more. My slider's gotten really good over the last, I would say, month. And, uh I don't feel like I've util- utilized it as much as I possibly could the, the last few starts.
3: Well, at 93 miles an hour, <laughs> a 93 mile hour slider.
2: Yeah, I don't. Come on. I don't know if I expect to do that again, but uh, <laughs> that was awesome. It was. Uh, it's taken me a long time to really learn. I've been working, you know, with Darren for a long time on staying behind the baseball. And really feeling the fingers come off the back of the baseball. And it's, it's been a struggle for me. But it, it, it's, uh, you know, I, th- I think Darren's one of the best pitching coaches in baseball. And it, it's finally, uh, you know, things are finally paying off.
3: Cash, when you're a power arm, though, you know, and you have the ability, you know, coming out of the bullpen, you know you can throw 98, 100 miles an hour. I mean, it's there. You know, you, you leave the reserves in the, in the tank a little bit. But, you know, in the 4 seamer a lot easier to if, as a power pitcher. That should be like I me. Mean, it couldn't go 97, 99 miles an hour that two seam where you you really don't want to you know get up in those speeds with that two seam fastball do you
2: yeah well sometimes you know when it gets the two seam gets hard you know it kind of flattens out and right that's uh instead of coming up to down you know it's going sideways and when it goes sideways that's when it tends to not so much get hit hard but it gets blocked and it'll
3: you know those balls tend to fall in right you know and that was one of the key things and i i thought you did that really well but yeah, you talked
2: down a lot last night. I think that was the biggest thing. Is it was down in the zone. I couldn't really dig it
3: out. Yeah, and I think early when you you, you, you touched ninety-seven, ninety-nine miles an hour on a couple of <laughs> fastballs, I think you got if you somebody got some of to that really, home cooking, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you talk about it. I mean, you know, like right now, you. But you're really all the pieces. You're finally pretty healthy. You, you know, you're feeling pretty healthy right now. Yeah, it's been a tough season. You know, I've been a little
2: banged up here and there, and. Uh, you know, haven't really commanded things as well as I've wanted to, but uh, you know, I think that's the the thing is, in a, in a baseball season, you can never throw the talent in. You just got to keep working and keep realizing that if you trust the process, you know, things will things will work out. Yeah, we
3: well, got 15 more starts. You got yes. plenty of baseball left. It's out. A lot of baseball. I think you know, uh,
2: you know, sometimes people don't realize that how much baseball it is, and uh, you know, you might hit a stretch where you might struggle for a month, but over the course of a season, you can really make up some time in a two and a half month period. Were you
3: begging for another inning, or were you good? Um, That's I fine. wanted to
2: keep going, but I think it was more of we were trying to get another run with the runner on second base. Yeah, and, and you know the all-star
3: break, you know the layoff, and <laughs> yeah, Hey, keeping you off the base is probably a pretty good idea. <laughs>
2: is that? I don't know. <laughs> I would agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love talking to the pitchers. Is there a key to uh, when you're into a good start? You know, is, the, is it an early pen? Like, you're, you're feeling good in the pen. Is it getting through those first couple innings? Is it uh, a lack of walks? Wh- what is it about a really good start that, that feels good for you that might be a little different than than when when you're going to give up a couple runs or something like that?
2: I, I feel like some of my best bullpens leading up to the game have been some of my worst starts. Really? Yeah. Um and some of my worst bullpens have been my best games. It's just, um, you know, it's all in how you feel. And I think, you know, a, a lot of it establishes early on how you're going to do. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, is just come out, come in in the zone. Uh, getting ahead of guys, I think one of the struggles I've had this year is working behind a lot in counts. Um, but when you work ahead, you know, you have to make them hit your pitch.
3: Yeah, and a lot of times it. You, this year, you know, <clears throat> to your credit, you, you don't get away with a mistake. You seem like everything you leave up, somebody's squaring up on or, like you say, it's falling in for a base hit. For sure. You know, come on, every once in a while, can't somebody file one back, (laughs) right? I mean, it just happens. You go through those sequences and it drives you crazy. It does. You have those tough
2: stretches, but I think that that's that's part of baseball and that's the mental grind and that's part of the long season and, uh, you know, it's who can survive that.
1: And, and along those lines, i say baseball is probably the most random sport. You guys have been pretty good against most every team, teams, just really struggled against the, against the Giants. So great to get that win last night. Do you think that's just more of a random thing, or is that they're obviously a very good team, but you guys have played well against some really good teams. Is that just a random thing that happens over the course of a season, you think?
2: Um, I think for us against the Giants, they just out-execute us. I think that they, uh, they're a team that, you know, they get a guy over, they – can hit the home run, they can bunt. It's just, uh, you know, every guy in their lineup, they, they, they just execute. And that's, I think, they got great pitching in and then
3: they execute. And so it's, uh, you know, there's their starting rotation is tough to beat. Well, I think, you know, right now, too, Palmer Inch has gone out of Boston. I mean, you're the veteran, man. <laughs> veteran of the staff here. Uh, scary. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it really is. You can take the bull by the horns, man. Yeah, I've been here for five years. A little scary. I like it. Yeah. Veteran, Good stuff.
1: Definitely a veteran of this team. Talk about another guy that's, uh, you know, received a lot of praise, in it and we saw a lot of it last night, Derek Norris, uh, really kind of getting recognized for a lot of the things he's doing on defense. We've always seen the bat, uh, pitch framing, throwing out runners, uh, ESPN really recognizing uh, some of those things he's doing this season. What's uh, Derek done for you this season?
2: I think Derek is probably, you know, one of the more underrated players, uh, not just on our team but in baseball. I mean, uh, the guy shows up every single day. uh expecting to be in the lineup. If uh, you don't ever hear him complain, um, I think his catching as far as framing has gotten tremendously better. Not saying he was ever bad, but he's just, he's gotten really uh, good, you know, on Maurer's strikeout on belt last night. You know, the ball was over here, but he was able to keep it inside the strike zone. Uh, and I mean, just to his blocking has gotten better. And, you know, he hasn't swung the bat all that well, but the last, uh, I would say, month and a half, he swung it pretty good. And uh, it's not easy. You know, the guy gets... He kind of seems to have a a lot of unlucky mishaps on getting balls fouled off of him, just balls in the dirt. I mean, he takes a beating back there. And to show up every day like he does, it's impressive to watch. And it
3: seems like he's calling a better game as well In watching him in the sequence and and getting to know the pitchers a little bit better and what to go to in certain scenarios.
2: Yeah, I think it was definitely, you know, I, I don't know. I can't speak for him, but, you know, him being in the American League and, you know, coming to the National League is probably definitely different for him. But I think also, you know, he hasn't worked with, you know, I think I always think it's tough, you know, as a first-year catcher with a new team and pitchers and, and get on the same page and knowing what guys like to do, knowing what their strike pitch is, knowing what their out pitch is, all that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, the way you see the baseball last night, you know, like you got to get on this road trip, <laughs> you know, you a couple more starts and, uh, you know, well, well see. we'll see. We'll see. You know, it yeah. might be the last time we have him on the show. You never know. <laughs> you never know. It's a value, you know. Trading deadline's coming up, man. You never know.
1: Hey, man, we want this guy here as long I as know possible. That. That's, that's, that's never what know. I'm going to say. That's, uh, it's a business of baseball. It is a business of it baseball. It is. And a mean, that's a reality now. It's something you got to work with, and, you know, you're going to be a professional about it. But, I mean, you know, I think the fans everybody wants here is Andrew as long as uh, everything is possible to, for him to be here, you know.
3: I agree 100%. Everybody loves the beach,
2: right? Yeah. I wouldn't get to see you anymore. Well, yeah. That wouldn't
3: be any good. The Texas redneck <laughs> on the beach. That's
2: just a scary thought. You know that. I like the beach. <laughs> my white skin needs some sun every now and then.
1: And then after the show, a- Andrew's like, can't wait to get away from Randy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Randy's my guy. Randy's been yeah. a big help for me since He's I've been, a been a here. A you know, anytime,
2: uh, you know, as a pitcher, you're going to go through ups and downs and, uh, you know, through the downs he's always been there always having my back and uh you know even when times were good he still had my back and i think he's gotten more mad at me when times were good than when times were bad (laughs) so he gets uh, mad at you out of love right yeah it's just because he he expects more out of me but i always uh, want more that's for sure but i think that's the time when you ride guys harder is when they're doing good and and you know that they can can do it but uh it's definitely been nice having rj around for sure there you go rj
1: Job. Andrew, thanks so much good for coming job, down. Buddy. Appreciate the time. Congratulations on the win last night, and uh, good luck with the rest of the season. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bring the family down to Petco Park this Sunday for Kids Fest, supported by Hai Check out games on the wiffle ball field, face painters, bounce houses, and more. After the game, kids 14 and under are invited to run the bases on the field. A Compadres Kids membership is required, and you can sign up at the ballpark. Tickets at Padres.com. Our thanks to Andrew Kasher for stopping by Hi-Chew. Padres Social Hour. More with Jesse Agler and his special day coming up right after this.